been a hard day's night, and I've been working like a dog. It's been a hard day's night, and I've been sleeping like a log. But when I get home to you, I find the things that you do will make me feel alright. And I'm home, everything seems to be right. Welcome to Notes from John. With a babble from Bon. Here Sunday evening, July June, June seven at twenty twenty and uh, Sunday evening and Sunday it's been evening. a major rainstorm and Wow, no kidding, a major storm here in Salt Lake. Rainstorm, windstorm, even some hail. Thunder. Th yeah. Lightning. Major thunder. I love it. I love storms. Yeah, we're yes you do. I do. And it's uh it's finally settled down, but it's good to have the, the rain that we need so much here in our dry environment. But we hope everyone's doing well and uh, that uh, you're staying safe. safe. Yeah. Yes, and well. Continue to being... Quarantined. Quarant well, not... Some are. Yeah, some are. We're kind of relaxing that a little bit, but still trying to be careful, wear our masks when we need to, and keep our social distancing and... Uh, I don't know, the cases went up, so everyone's kind of freaking out again. Yeah, no kidding. And probably for some good reason, I suppose. But uh, tonight we thought we'd, uh, we, by the way, we enjoyed having dinner with uh, three of our children's fam, four of our families tonight. It was really, really great. A little chaotic with all the grandkids running around, but uh, mm -hmm. still we enjoyed having everyone and love them all. Yes, we do. Uh, we wanted to give a uh, an acknowledgement and really a shout out to our daughter Julie. Julie, this uh, this past week, uh, wrote an article that was published in the uh, Deseret News, both online and in its print copy, and is being picked up by some other news agencies as well. But it was uh, really uh, it was. Uh, addressing what it's like to essentially be married to a black man and what she called the, the, the experience of white privilege that she never knew existed until, you know, uh, having been married to this man of another race. And she, she wrote it very well and uh, uh, it has been well received. There's certainly some detractors that have written and, and criticized her, and that's always going to be the case. But others have uh, written, acknowledged what she wrote, and thanked her for it. And She should have been a journalist. She's a good writer. She really is a good writer, and I'm proud of her for uh, being able to set forth her feelings about this. And, and help people understand what's kind of going on in some of these areas. Yeah, hopefully it will be helpful to them. You know, that again, the... 
the protests in Salt Lake City, uh, there are around, some that are continuing. Around not, the country. Not to the extent that they are in other areas of the country right now. Fortunately here, the rioting and the looting and all of that the, uh, violent protests has stopped. Uh, and I think it's largely stopped across most of the United States, although not completely. But they're more peaceful now, hopefully. More and uh, and more of them, I think. And as I've been reading in the newspaper and the internet, it's interesting to note that some of that now is picked up in other countries, in the UK and in Australia and New Zealand and other countries, where the minorities are speaking out about uh, uh, police brutality and violence and and uh, the uh, Black Lives Matter, as they say, and the reality is all lives matter. And we should never, we should never be treating someone differently simply because of the color of their skin. Gosh, we're all... Heavenly Father's children. All our Father's children, and our, all of us bleed red. And um, We all bleed the same. Yeah. So we're, we're certainly sympathetic to those who are protesting on behalf of minorities that have been mistreated, clearly mistreated historically, but we cannot and do not condone violence. That's just counterproductive. Yes. Uh, but in the meantime, we're, we're grateful that we live in a country where you can protest, you can speak out, but again, it needs to be done within the bounds of the Lord, <laughs> of the Lord. It needs to be done within the bounds of the law so that it's done in a manner that, uh, that can um, um, take the ideals that you're trying to profess and, and strengthen them rather than to harm them by violent behavior. Well, there you go. Congratulations, Julie, on a wonderful article, and we're proud of you. Yes, we are. So tonight, we thought we'd take a, a few minutes and share with you some thoughts that we have on um, what, what happens when you get something in your life that is just seems overwhelming. You get an assignment, or you get a, something that you, you need to undertake, you need to to, to do and complete, and it just is overwhelming. You don't know where to start. What do you do? I love the comment that says, procrastination makes things hard and hard things even harder. So sometimes those hard things, you just don't want to do them and you put them off. And part of that is because you, you, you don't know where to start. Where to start. So you don't do anything. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because oftentimes, if if that mountain that you've got to be climbing is so overwhelming, you don't even, you, you can't even see where to begin. And so, some don't begin at all. I had this, uh, when I was a little boy, one of my little boy, I was in uh, elementary school and then uh, uh, late elementary and into junior high. One of my assignments that my dad would give to me during the summer days was to weed this rock garden that we had. And it was a big garden. I mean, it was, it was not just a simple little task. It was, it was a lot. 
And um, especially when the ground was dry and hard, it was, it was impossible. Did you sit down and cry? More than once. Really? Oh, my gosh. My dad would say to me, I'm going to check and see when I get home, John, how much you've done see, for the day. And you procrastinated and it made it even harder. Oh, it, it was horrendous. And, and because it was, so, it was so overwhelming to me, I didn't know where to start. And, and, and then one, one time uh, we had this lovely woman uh, that helped, helped my mother occasionally. And she would come and, and uh, um, she came in the backyard where I was and I was sitting there. Crying. Just moping, <laughs> moping, bemoaning my lot in life, life. was just so hard. <laughs> And she says, oh, what's the problem? And I said, well, it's the, here it is. L look at what I've got to do, and I, I can't do it. It's too hard. And she says, well, we, then we need to water the, water the garden for a little while first so that the soil is easier to work in. Well, I should have been able to think about that, but... You were too... I didn't. I was too overwhelmed. You were too with the, overwhelmed. With the size of the, the assignment. And, and so um, we did. We, we watered the garden for a, a little while first and then let it sit for a couple of hours so that it wasn't muddy, but it, it uh, became such that we could work in it easily. And then, and then it was, oh gosh, where do I start? There's so many weeds. It's so... Well... She said, let's just start right here. Yeah. Just start right here. We sat down. I started digging weeds. So the, the point simply being this. When the task seems overwhelming and you don't know where to start, you need to simply start somewhere. You've heard hard things take time to do. And impossible things just take a little longer to do them. Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> At least they seem impossible. That's right. But but the important thing for that I learned through that and that I've really tried to apply throughout my adult life was when I have a task that seems overwhelming. And I don't know where I don't know where to start. I, I need to start somewhere. Just I need to get into it. Just start it. Just start into it. You may not be starting at the best place or the smartest place, but you need to start somewhere so that you can. And then what happens, at least what happens for me, is when I start and I'm, I start my getting into the project and I start making a little bit of headway, maybe not a lot, but some, it starts to make sense to me. I can begin to see the light. Yeah. The at the end of the tunnel that, that if, there is going to be an end to it. Yeah, yeah, if I'll just stick with it. That if you endure and keep with it, then you can do more than you thought you could, right? Yeah. I saw that when we were down in St. George this past week for 3 days and and uh, in the morning I got up after some exercising, went out to the back lawn where there is a bunch of weeds in the in the in the yard you hate weeds in I, the grass especially spurge i hate that weed and they're all over in that lawn and so it just is overwhelming as i looked at it 
said, I can't, I'll never get all this out. But I can just sit down and just start somewhere. So I did, started pulling weeds and um, the spurge one at a time. And after half an hour, I cleaned out a nice little patch. And you were happy. I was a little happier about it. And then you came and said, well, they're all just going to grow back. <laughs> my, my, remember? What a downer. <laughs> my response was, not these ones. They're not coming back because I pulled them not out by the ones. roots. There may be others, certainly, but these ones, they're not coming back. Well, we grow by doing those difficult things, by pulling things out one at a time and just by starting and doing. Yeah, just by getting into it because otherwise we're going to hold this little pity party for ourselves. And, and moan and complain, oh, woe is me. How can I possibly do this? That, it's the old, uh, that old adage, remember, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. One bite. Well, that's how I used to time. do it. Homework. When I had so much of it, I thought I will never get it done. But that's where I started to do the hardest homework first to get it out of the way. I do that same thing in my exercising. I, I typically want to make sure I do the hardest exercises first, first to, get to get them, get them out, out of the way. Get them out of the way. It's and probably not the smartest way to do it, but but that's okay. So how do you? You were telling me how you deal with all of your your daily routine. Well, that that if you start in the morning, you know, after you get up and you start thinking in your mind, oh, all that you've got to do, gosh, I might as well go back to bed. How am I ever going to do it? Well, I play games with myself. I do a good set of exercise. Then I do something. For how long? Oh, 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Okay. Sometimes it's five or 10 minutes, and then I do a set of weights. Then I go and do something in the house, like empty the dishwasher or um, shake rugs or something that I know needs to be done. And then I do something for, like, read the scriptures or... Um, um, do my missionary assignments on the computer. You know, like one of the little projects I'm working on, then I go back to my an exercise and a weight set, and then I do something else in the house, and then I do another project. And that's how I kind of get things done, and I know that if I get this this certain item done, I can do something. Or when I was younger, as a young mother, I would do something with the kids. I would go clean the kitchen, and then I would try and do a little bit of something for myself. And then I'd go do something with the kids, go, you know, put a batch of wash in and do something for myself so that it wasn't so monotonous. And that helped me get through it. And, and I, I'm just kind of the, on the other side of that. I, I can't work yeah. that way. I was my multitasking. I have to stay focused on my task until I'm done with it. Well, that would be like eating the whole elephant at the same time. Well, it's like getting my exercising done. I do all of my exercising in a half hour or 45 minutes or an hour by the time I'm finished all my walking. So I, I have to do that all together. Then when I do my practicing, I don't do it in 15 minute segments. I have to do it all at once. When I'm doing my work in the house, when I'm doing my cleaning, my cleaning. I, I have two, three hours that I set aside, that's what I do for I that know, entire period so of time. I know you're so good to do that for me. Well, 
I owe it to you by every, every right. means. Well, it's just you have to do what works for you. I know when I was also having to clean the house when we would do it. When the kids were finally older, I'd put on a song on the radio and we'd say, okay, I'm going to clean during this song a bathroom. Then when that song was done, I would go and clean something in the kitchen. When that next song was done, I'd go back to the bathroom and finish that off. So the time frame was a song. A song at that time. Uh-huh. And I'd just go around and do that. I just It just made it so it wasn't so monotonous for me. And those are the, when you said earlier, those are the games you used to play play for yourself mm-hmm. right I one thing that I that really helps me is when I say to myself okay I have this task I'm going to own it it's going to be mine I'm going to get it done and of course when I get it done I feel so much better at the end because I've accomplished something I've been able to complete it even though it was hard but we do yeah. hard things and yeah. we've all heard that over and over we do hard things yeah and I, you know, I think that's a great way to approach it and um, that you are going to do it and you are going to get it done. And I, for me, one of the things that helped me, I think, uh, uh, finally at a certain point in my life was I learned to quit complaining about it. Oh, I still I, complain, I but I still com- get it done. Complain. <laughs> <laughs> Complaining about it does not do any good. Well, sometimes it helps going, oh, I can't do this, but I'll do it. <laughs> yes, you can do it. <laughs> And, 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 you know, we just, we just kind of play this mind game with ourselves. Oh, I, I, woe is me. I can't do it. Well, it's like when we were. Too hard. Why? It's not fair. We were supposed to get up at 3 a.m., 2.33 a.m. for the temple. And we said, oh, you won't be able to do that. That will kill us. And it nearly did. (laughs) (laughs) But we owned it. And we did it. You just have to do it. We did. That's right. That's what we were told, too. We asked the prior mission, or excuse me, prior temple presidency and his wife one day, how did you do that for three years? And, and she said, you just have to do it. She was right. Right. That's all there is to it. You just do it. Well, it's the same with our missionaries going on a mission. Each day, you just get up. And you do it, and you do what needs to be done to feel like you are contributing to the work and trying to be a success. And the yeah, Lord will bless yeah, you in that respect. A lot of truth in that. And uh, uh, so if you're faced with that, uh, that dilemma of, oh my gosh, this task in front of me is just overwhelming, you, you got to own it. Just like you said, Bonnie, you got to own it. And, and, and then, once you, you own that, which hopefully will be right, right early in the process, then you gotta, you got to start somewhere. I've always, always, but I've always liked, too, the, the um, saying, do you have true grit? And I looked it up in the dictionary. Grit means, it's, grit is a noun made up of hustle, passion, and perseverance. And that's what you have to do. You have to hustle. You have to get out there and do it. You have to have that passion that you're going to get it done, even though it's going to kill you. Yeah, you're the personification of those things, and, too. You, you, and persevere. You are always doing it. Wow. You don't stop, Bonnie. You're just like, so I, you're always flitting around. And I'd say that in a very positive light, because you're always moving. You're always, 
Your wings are always in motion. Because if I stopped, I wouldn't get up and do it again. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm done. <laughs> you, you might stop and close your eyes for a, minute, a few minutes, then you're done. <laughs> but you don't stop. You don't close you your eyes. You keep going you, to get it done. You have so many your little projects that you just are doing all the time. I know I'm sick. <laughs> well, you accomplished a great deal, and I'm, I'm certainly proud of you for all of that. Well, it helps to own it and to just seize the day. So when you were called to be in the temple presidency... Oh my gosh, I said, I can't do this. Like <laughs> <laughs> kind of an overwhelming task. Well, that and the mission president's wife, that was overwhelming too. I thought, I can't do this either. What are they thinking? Yeah, we both, when we got out to New Jersey, that very uh, first day we arrived there, we thought, holy cow. New Jersey, yeah. How are we going to do this for three years? One day at a time. That's correct. You just, and you just start. You do. You just get into it. And Give it your all, your best. And, and you learn from each step you take and try to make the next step a little better. And, uh, and then pretty soon you find out that Overwhelming task wasn't so overwhelming after all. Well, as they say, take each each step, push a little harder each day, push a little harder, and learn and grow a little bit more. And by the end, you'll be amazed at what you have accomplished and how you've grown and and how you've succeeded. Yeah, well, that's that's the theory anyway. <laughs> that's the theory. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I had for tonight. Do you have anything else that you wanted to? share with our loved ones and no just don't get discouraged too if something doesn't happen the day that you today i'm going to do this and this and this and it doesn't happen don't get discouraged the next day start again and if it doesn't happen again just keep trying. Are, you, are you have are you thinking about something specific what do you mean something that actually you can give an example about Oh, like, um, say I missed exercising one day. I thought, well, I'll do it tomorrow. And then there was a crisis or I had to go help somebody or something happened. I didn't get it done. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not getting my exercise done. So I'll try it the next day. Or with a project, if I was making something and I said, okay, I'm going to set aside 15 minutes to do that today. And it didn't happen. I'm not, I didn't beat myself up that night going, oh, I didn't get anything done. But once in a while when I was in a younger mom, I said, I didn't get this done and this done and this done. But you said to me, yes, but you got this done, this done, and this done. Yeah. Sometimes and we overlook all the good things that we've done when we think about the things we wanted to do that we didn't get done. And maybe you didn't get that whole patch of weeds done in the time lot that you were given. No, I sure didn't. But you did get a good but I got some done. It. You got some done. I got a good start, and so that the next, next day, day, it wasn't it was, so overwhelming. It wasn't so overwhelming. It was. Uh, I had hope. Yes, hope. <laughs> I had hope. And there, that's a good thing. So each day brings new hope of accomplishing, owning, having true grit to get things done, those hard things done, because that's how we grow and move forward. And so our challenge, if we kind of put it into the our daily life now is our challenge is to to live after the example of Jesus Christ. We need to be able to keep the covenants that we've made. 
Now, if you think about that in its purest sense, that means that we got to keep all God's commandments all the time. And you would think, I can't do that all the time. I, I can't. I'm a sinner. And I, I'm the first to recognize I'm a sinner, but I know that with his help, I can continue to get better. I need to start somewhere on those areas where I'm so deficient. Yeah, it's a good thing to pray about it and ask for Heavenly Father's help to help you have the fortitude and the perseverance to, to do it, sure. to, get it, to get it done and move forward. So don't get discouraged. Just keep taking baby steps sometimes, one step at a time, one hour at a time, one day at a time, and you'll be surprised at what you accomplish. And then after a hard day's work, you'll sleep like a log because <laughs> you'll be exhausted. <laughs> and I know who are exhausted are the moms who have to get up every day. No doubt. With their children. They do hard things every day. They Even go, when it seems overwhelming <laughs> to them. Or they don't feel good. Or they they got to start somewhere, don't they? They have to start somewhere. And they just, they just get up and do it. And the same with, with dads. Some dads who are working really hard and... And yeah. they might not like their jobs, and they're worried they've got to provide for a family, but they get up and they go and do something. Got to do it anyway. To try to provide for their families. And I've got to give a shout-out as well to those health care workers who I'm sure some are really worried about going to work. Lately, it's been a really hard thing to go and see people dying in front of their eyes, trying to help them get well and to put forth all those hours and the just all the medical workers and the first responders that are trying their very hardest. They're doing hard things and they're exhausted. They are. And I, you know, I've even thought a little bit recently for those um, law enforcement officers that are, oh. that are right, that are good, honorable people, you know, not those that are, are overboard, but those that are doing their jobs the right way. Think about what they're facing when, when they have to face these protesters who are in their face and uh, with uh, taunts and gestures and throwing things, and they're supposed to stand there and not respond. It's hard things. It, it, all kinds of people that are, are faced with difficult tasks that some, sometimes just seem overwhelming. Yes. But they get up. And they do and it. And they get started. They just got to do it. Just got to do it. Well... Good words of wisdom, Bonnie. Aren't they? Yes. And you too. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you have a great week this coming week. And yes, we do. It should be exciting. We've got a couple of things going with our grandchildren. Yeah, we're starting uh, our summer sleepovers. Summer sleepovers. Uh, uh, they're fun, but and we, we do fun it's things. The little, but younger boys this week, I think. No, it's the little girls. Oh, is it? Uh, and they'll be, they're fun. Little girls are fun because I, I can do girly things. It's the little boys that are. A little harder. It's a, we can do hard things. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those mountains that we got to look at and think, well, we just, we just got to start. We just got to start and do it and love Let's them. Get into it. And love those beautiful grandchildren. Well, there you go. That's uh, what we have tonight. And uh, grateful that we can share a thought or two with. Uh, those we love and those who who choose to spend a few minutes with us and uh, we're grateful for that please stay safe and uh, 
be careful in all that you do. Stay uh, using your social distancing from others and, and, um, and yet continue to do good. Yes. That's it tonight on Notes from John. For the Battle from Bond. Good night. Look at me, I'm self-employed. I love